Shut up and sit down. Welcome to the Roofer Report, brought to you by Roofer.com. All right, good afternoon, everybody. I'm Pete with the Roofer Report uh, here from Roofer. Uh, just wanted to say thanks to uh, my guest today. Super excited about this topic. Uh, Going to be talking a little bit about the insurance industry. Obviously, uh, that industry, you know, over the last couple of years since I came into this side of the thing, uh, you know, it, things have really kind of progressed. You know, I think at the beginning, it was almost thought of as like a fad, right? Like, it, 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 oh, it's not going to last. You know, people aren't going to be doing insurance work a couple of years from now. And now it's established itself as a very prominent piece of our business. And I think it makes for a great topic. Uh, and, and we're going to take kind of an interesting angle on it today. But first, I just want to let uh, Jaden introduce himself and, and talk to us a little bit about Quick Claims and what they do. What's up, guys? My name is Jaden Reichel. I work with a company called Quick Claims. We help contractors navigate the insurance process. We help you guys cover estimating and supplementing and, you know, anything that relates to that. Um, so we're working all the time with contractors and helping them navigate the process with their homeowners, helping smooth things over and make it easier so that they can get more work so that they can be more effective in doing what they do. Great, Jaden. I really appreciate you jumping on with us today. I want to run through some brief things here about, you know, the angle that I want to take today, though, I think so many times when we talk about insurance work, it's always from the contractor standpoint, how do I maximize the most on the job? How can I use insurance work to make the most possible money? And I think when we're doing that, I think caught in the mix there, we kind of forget that in this battle between what we've essentially determined as the contractor and the insurance company is yes. the homeowner, right? Like caught in the For middle. For sure. A hundred percent, you know, and you have these homeowners that maybe they don't have like the most knowledge, right? They don't understand the process and they're relying mm -hmm. on that contractor to really be their voice of reason and also kind of educate them on how this is going to work. So, you know, 100%. I just want to start off by talking about how do, you know, how do you kind of got, you guys kind of see it? Like as what is the contractor's responsibility in this process? What is the homeowner's responsibility in this process? How much should a homeowner really know and learn about this process in order to effectively execute it and you know just kind of cover your bases there and, and say like you know hey this contractor is doing me right this contractor is just taking advantage of the situation you know, sure. like you know i think all of this is great knowledge and i, I want to take like a more homeowner approach to this conversation yeah. and say you know how yeah, do i great. get the best experience and how to tools like quick claims, roofer, things like that allow the contractor to give the homeowner a better experience in this whole situation. For sure. Well, you know, obviously it depends on the claim. You're going to work with some homeowners who have done this multiple times and they're well aware of the insurance process and they know what's going on. On the flip side of things, you're going to work with people who have never filed a claim before, you know, people who are completely new to it. I think that it's best when you walk with the homeowner through the whole process. Obviously you don't want to put all the responsibility on them, right? You're the contractor is the person who's dealing with insurance on a regular basis, whereas the homeowner's not right. But keeping the homeowner involved, especially letting them know what's going on and keeping them informed through the process can really be helpful in creating a trusting relationship between the contractor and the homeowner, but also making sure that things are smooth in case insurance needs something from the homeowner. You know, oftentimes they won't release funds in certain cases without releasing it directly to the homeowner. 
it all it all depends on the situation, but it's kind of best to keep them right in the right in the midst of things, but make sure that they're not the ones stressing over it. Yeah, and you know, this is obviously a stressful process for them. You know, they may be in a situation where the roof has significant damage, possibly leaks, right? Maybe the roof is tarped where I'm walking out of my house every day looking at a tarped roof in some scenarios, you know. So the the thing about it is like I like I really like what you said, kind of walking with them, right? Become like a trusted advisor to that homeowner and say, you know, yes, this is your claim. You are the one technically filing the claim, but I'm going to be there with you to kind of walk through the process make sure you understand everything that's going on. Make sure that, you know, you stay in the loop as to how things are progressing. Right. Absolutely. The last thing you want to do is put more stress on their plate. Um, when, like you said, it's already a stressful process. So, you know, being their guide, right. Walking them through it, what you guys, what the contractor does so regularly is huge. It's important. And you know, that builds a relationship that the next time they run into damage, who are they going to call the person who didn't give them any answers, wasn't clear with them, wasn't helping them file the claim. You know, the first step most of the time is sitting down with your homeowner and calling and filing an insurance claim. So, you know, starting right and then navigating through the process, right. And finishing right is, is critical. Yeah. You know, it's funny. We had a, a conversation in another podcast about, you know, kind of changing the mentality of the roofer to become this, uh, you know, like lifetime roofer, right? Like yeah, establish for sure. yourself as like, you know, in so many other industries, you have like a guy, right? Like we were talking about the example of a, of a mechanic, you know, like if I, my car goes down, I have a mechanic. I take my car to like, he's my trusted guy for that. Be that Absolutely. trusted guy. And this is a great way to establish yourself by walking them through that process and making sure there's a good understanding and making sure that they develop that trust with you, that you're going to take care of them and you're going to look out for them in this whole process. Absolutely. And when you, when you burn bridges with, with homeowners, that, that cuts out a, a relationship that could be huge in the next few years, especially if you're in an area that gets hailstorms every year or every two years, you know, keeping those relationships and making sure your homeowners are happy with you could create a lot of business in the future. So, yeah, absolutely. So let's talk about the process a little bit, right? Like we're, sure. we're getting into the process. I'm the contractor, you know, I'm, I've sure. sat down with a homeowner. We filed a claim at this point. What can I do? What ducks do I get in a row? How do I go about as the contractor making sure that this process is goes as smooth as possible and, and as quick as possible? Obviously, like I yeah. said, you know, if, if you have a, con, a, a homeowner who's maybe in a situation with a roof that's tarp because it's leaking or something like that, like, we don't want that process to drag out. And I know historically, you know, it, there's this, uh, you know, stigma, I think a little bit around like, oh, there's going to be this battle between the contractor and the insurance company that's going to delay this process is going to draw it out for, you know, weeks and, and create this, you know, stressed out environment for the homeowner while they really are just waiting on someone to like go back and forth. You know, how do we sure. do that all over and make that process quick and, and painless for the con, you know, for the contractor, but also for the homeowner? I think one thing that's often overlooked and one of the most important parts of the whole process is the initial documentation that you get on a project, right? Getting photos of everything that's going to be important, the roof, the windows, the siding, the gutters, garage doors, all the damage that's there, overviews of the whole project that that comes in that comes in huge later in the process. You know, oftentimes the biggest hurdles are insurance declining something because they don't have proper, proper evidence that it was damaged from a hailstorm. So being able to go back to your initial report, have photos of everything and send it in can really smooth things over later in the process, especially in the situation where you talked about, there's already a tarp on the roof, right? Maybe it's, maybe it's an emergency situation where a hurricane came through and water's rushing in. You guys got to put a tarp over it. 
But if you're stuck at that start at that tarp stage and you don't have any photos of of what happened, and now you guys are tearing off the roof and trying to send in an entrance, and they're saying, "Well, we don't have any photos of it. We don't know it was damaged from this. We're gonna put a we're gonna put a fork in the road, and we're gonna make you guys wait six months for any response or any funds to be released." It's not a good time. So, <laughs> you know, the first thing that we always like to educate people that we work with on is proper documentation off the start. Um, we have a format for a 16 point inspection that covers all the bases you guys are going to need, you know, the exteriors of all the homes, pictures of all the elevations, photos of damage on the roof, side and gutters, like we talked about, even to the windows. That way, later in the process, when things come up that are that are up in the air or that aren't completely decided, you guys have evidence on your side to be able to go to insurance and say, hey, look, here's what happened. We have proof. Let's let's get the ball moving. Yeah, I like that. I mean, that I think that is, uh, you know, a great thing to note, you know, is do your homework, you know, make sure you have this information up front, you know, for uh, sure. hail damage reports, I think are, are a great tool to have. Absolutely. Uh, you know, all of those types of things, they're just proof. Like you said, they're just substantiating any claim or, or any, you know, uh, supplement that you're going to submit later on, you know, all for the sure. proof that you can submit with that is just going to make that go that much smoother. So, um, you know, what are some keys that you guys look for, uh, you know, when, when you're looking at a roof, you're inspecting your a roof or, or you guys are taking in that information and you're saying like, oh, this is a great opportunity to supplement this claim, right? Okay. Are there, are there specific things that you guys are looking for in that process or, you know, how, how are you guys gauging that as what's got the best potential to get the most possible supplement? Typically we come in after insurance is sent back a scope and the contractor notices something is missing, right? Maybe a lot of things are missing. If, if you submit your initial report and insurance comes back and says, we're going to pay for everything you asked for. Obviously we don't have, we don't have anywhere to help you. <laughs> but in, in those cases where, you know, say you're working a job that you guys think is going to cost 25, 30,000 and you send in your report or your scope of work and insurance comes back and says, we'll give you 12, five, right? That's exactly it. You know, you might be like, well, this isn't paid for, this isn't paid for, this is missing, this is missing, this is missing. What's going on with this report? This looks this looks completely bogus, for lack of a better word. That's the situation where this is gonna be a great opportunity to supplement, especially when you know that these things are normally approved or need to be approved for this project. How often do you guys see projects that require supplementing? Is it, would you say the majority of those projects? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Very rarely does I'm the only time the insurance really comes back in our experience and approves everything is when, like I said, you get proper documentation. You have all your line items, you have photo evidence to back it up. The the report relates it to the adjuster in a way that there is no denying what needs to be done, what needs to be approved, what needs to be paid for. But most of the time there's a missing link there or the desk adjuster doesn't see what the contractor sees, right? Because they're not out there on the project. They're not walking around. They're not looking at the damage that just happened. All they have to work off of is what you sent them in most of the time or what the IA sent in. Um, so, you know, unless all those bases are covered and everything's perfect from the contractor's end, you're most likely going to have to supplement your claims. Now, what is the, uh, what is the average turnaround? Like for you guys, when you guys are submitting a claim, let's, let's say I gather all that information for you. Okay. I get you that the proper documentation, you know, what are yep. you guys looking at as far as a time frame? You know, like if I'm a homeowner and my contractor says to me, Hey, I did this inspection. I took a bunch of photos. We're going to go ahead and submit this. What are they looking at? Yep. Um, so 
as far as the as far as the complete supplement, the timeline of the complete supplement, usually four to six weeks. Now, if you have all the proper if you have all the proper documentation and everything's covered and you know what you're looking for, you can start building and oftentimes do the supplementing on the back end. So the homeowner isn't waiting on that. The contractor is kind of the one in the in the awkward waiting period. Um, but obviously, that's that's on a case by case basis. It depends on what's going on with the project itself. Um, but four to six weeks is a pretty good starting point. Yeah. And I think that's a great uh, note to make there is that there are situations where if you are documenting properly upfront, that you may be able to get in there and start working even before Absolutely. the whole entire process is finished. Absolutely. And that's, that's why we, that's why we nail on the hammer that it's so important. You know, that's not something that you can skip on and, and not have to readdress later. Most of the time, that's always going to be important. That's always going to be something you need to make sure is covered. Now, have you seen, uh, you know, over the last few years, have you seen it get tougher and tougher to get claims, uh, approved or, you know, what, what is your take on that as far as the market goes? I would say so. Um, it kind of depends, right? It's, it's more so up, it's more so up to the individual roofing or individual insurance companies. They, they change their minds every so often on what they want to approve. There's certain, there's certain companies who, you know, going in, these are the things you're going to get. These are the things that are not even worth your time to try and ask for, right? There are certain where, you know, they're going to come in low, but you have room to work on the back end with supplementing. There are certain ones where, you know, you're not going to get anything approved. And if you do, it's going to be a long drawn out process that takes way longer than a month. Right. So it kind of depends on the luck of the draw of who the, who the homeowner is insured by. And, you know, from the contractor's point of view, when you get to that scenario, best of luck, make sure you're doing all your things right. Also be knowledgeable on how those insurance companies are working and whether they're one of those ones who's, you know, you're going to get this up front. So there's no point in dealing with this or, you know, we got a low scope, but plenty of room to work. We've worked with this company multiple times. We've seen huge increases. This is worth pursuing. But I think, Just, you know, that's a big thing to know here is that's where a company like yours really comes in, right? Like that expertise. Yeah, for sure. You guys are dealing with those insurance companies every day, right? So you're going to know who who plays the game, who doesn't, what works, what doesn't, right? Whereas Absolutely. the contractor, I may not know that. I may not have that, you know, that insider information or that that knowledge because maybe maybe I'm a retail guy that just dabbles in insurance. Maybe I'm not, yeah. you know, just doing insurance work all the time. And I'm not going to yeah. have that intimate knowledge of what is is the things I should chase. What are the things that are just not worth the effort? Absolutely. And, you know, it comes back to experience. The people who are actually calling on our claims and writing our claims aren't like me. They've been, <laughs> they've been doing this for 20 years. You know, they've worked for those, those insurance companies. They've been independent adjusters. They've gone to hurricanes and worked with them in the field. You know, we've made calls for people and they're talking to one of their friends trying to get supplements approved. So having that knowledge and that experience of what the companies are looking for and what they're going to settle with goes a long way, you know, and just picking your battles even. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, that's really what speaks to how, uh, you know, how established the types of businesses like yours have become in this market. Yeah. Because and of that expertise, right? Like it's it's a game changer, right? For sure. And it's it's unfortunate that such a huge market of insurance work is missed out on by so many contractors because they don't know how to navigate the insurance process, right? The people who are doing it, the people who aren't working insurance and have never worked insurance look at it like 
something that they have no idea where they're even going to begin and it's overwhelming. And we talk to people like that all the time who want to scale, who want to grow their business, who want to start taking on insurance claims. And they're just, they have no idea where to start. And that's, that's what companies like ours and like, like yours help do, right? We, we navigate that water. We help make it easier on them so they can focus on going out and knocking more doors and selling and we can guide them along their way and make their, uh, make their process a little easier. Yeah. And I think that's a great point. You know, like you have so many guys, I used to see it all the time. You have these guys that, you know, are just literally working straight off of what the adjuster gives them and just kind of like going with it. They're not supplementing at all, you know? And I think, like you said, it's just a lack of experience. It's a lack of knowledge. They're a little overwhelmed, right? Maybe they're new to insurance. So if let's say I'm a contractor, right? I've been doing retail work a couple of years. We've got a decent established business. I'm looking at, you know, maybe I'm in a, close to an insurance area where there's some storms, you know, where we get some insurance work. What are like some key factors that I'm going to want to take into consideration if I want to start doing insurance work? I'm new to it. I want to give it a shot, right? Like I'm going to go, maybe I'm going to set a separate division and we're just going to do nothing but insurance work. Like, what would you guys say are like some key things that I should keep in mind as I go that route? Absolutely. Knowledge and preparation is important. Um, talk. You know, if you're if you're somebody who's never done it before, talking to one of your friends who's maybe in the insurance side of things, who's done it before, who can be a guide to you or, you know, a company who handles estimating and supplementing, who can kind of walk you through the process a little bit or or handle it for you until you build up that experience and you build up that team of estimators and supplementers that work for your own company, who after five years, it's going to be it's going to be an everyday thing. It's going to be your bread and butter. But starting out, having people in your corner who have done it and who have done it previously is going to be huge, right? They're going to be able to answer the questions that you have, the things that you don't know. Because um, a, a statistic that I heard uh, a few years ago from a roofing contractor that I was friends with, um, and I'm not sure where you can find this, but he, sh he showed me it was legit at the time. <laughs> um, they, did a, they did a study that year and 90% of roofing contractors who just worked off of insurance first, first funds 90% of them went out of business in their first two years. Hmm. So that shows you the side of things of how important working with insurance and trying to improve that process is, you know, because we like to say when, when you get, when we can make a 20% increase happen on your claim, right? Taking a, a claim from 10,000 to $12,000 that doubles the contractor's profit, right? And so if you double your profit from last year, if you're a company who's never, never supplemented, only worked off of insurance, their first, their first numbers that they gave you, and now you take your profit from last year and you double it. What does that do for the growth of your business? What does that do for being able to hire more sales staff? What does that do for being able to, you know, build out offices and go explore new markets? It's, it's really, it's, it's insane. The change that we've seen in some of the people we've worked with for months or years, starting from that place where they've never done an insurance claim or they've never fought to get more out of insurance. Right. And it, it's, it's pretty crazy. The things that we've seen working with people like that. Yeah. And I think, you know, kind of to circle back on the whole thing by getting in there and like you said, being prepared, gaining that knowledge up front, then you're going to go to the homeowner as like a trusted, knowledgeable expert, as opposed Absolutely. to just going in blind, right. And just like, Hey, Absolutely. wing this together. It, right. <laughs> yeah. And you have to, no homeowners, no homeowners going to want that. You know, you, you've got to exactly. come off knowledgeable. You've got to come off like you've done this before. And if you can't have done this before, you can get a lot. There's a lot of, there's a lot of experience out there. There's a lot of knowledge out there from people who have done it before. So taking some, not that you shouldn't go out and do it right away, but you know, 
take a few minutes and make a phone call. Ask the questions that you're curious about. Ask somebody what the process is. Go learn about it for a few minutes and then, you know, go get after it and get your, get your boots muddy and start working on it. Yeah. Great advice. I mean, I think that, you know, it's, it's such an opportunity and I think so many roofers see the opportunity there, but are hesitant to go that route because yeah, for sure it is, it's an unknown. Like there's a lot to take in. There's a lot of, a lot to learn over there. Even if I'm an experienced roofer, there's a big learning curve to going into the insurance market and navigating that it's a different way of, uh, of handling the whole process. Uh, Absolutely. But what I found very interesting is uh, there's a com- there was a comment made to me a long time ago by a-, a roofer that's a friend of mine, and he said, you know, as the roofer, what you need to keep in mind at the end of the day is that every job is a retail job, right? Like you treat that For customer sure. like they're a cash customer, even if the money is going to come from a claim, right? So they you shouldn't treat them any differently, and uh, they should have the same experience as a homeowner that a retail customer that's paying you cash would have, right? So, and I think that's 100%. that's a huge thing to keep in mind in this process is that, you know, the customers and the way we're doing our business and the way we're presenting ourselves and the way we're pitching these people to get them to, you know, sign a contract with us, it should all be the same, right? Like it should be a very similar process for them and they should feel the same way. They should feel like they're getting treated exactly the same as someone who's going to write me a check for cash at the end of this thing. Right. So a hundred percent, you know, so I think that that's a big thing that we got to remember too, and, and take into account as we start to navigate through this whole process. And uh, you know, just keep in mind that at the end of the day, they're all retail customers. Like they're all going to pay you uh, you know, to, to put a roof on their house, whether that money's coming out of their pocket or whether it's coming from an insurance claim, you know, yeah, so absolutely. Uh, you know, and I think that, you know, Speaking to that, I guess, are there, I guess there really isn't, you know, I think, I think you spoke to it a little bit is that it's more education and knowledge than anything else. You know, like I wrote down here, what are some secrets, you know, like, are there any secrets really not that I'm asking you guys to like divulge what you, how you guys do things, but you know, it almost sounds like there isn't right. Like there isn't any secret to the process. It's more so just doing your homework, being prepared you know, getting your ducks in a row ahead of time, right. Before you submit mm-hmm. everything. Right? And that seems to be the secret, right. To success in this whole thing. For sure. You know, there's no good, get rich, quick, get, get rich, quick schemes, <laughs> right. There's none of that. There's hard work, especially in this industry. And it, it's the same thing with insurance work. It's going to take time. It's going to take experience. It's going to take, it's going to take doing it, putting in the work, putting in the hours, just studying that side of things. Um, if there is a secret to getting claims approved and working with adjusters and making that whole process happen, it's be prepared, you know, get your documentation, right. Get your photos. Um, after that, have, have your process organized from a to Z, right. From going out, getting your initial documentation to ordering your measurements, to getting your report done, to sending it to insurance, having all that lined up and ready to go is going to be, it's going to be huge. It's going to save tons of time. And it's going to make things smoother for you and smoother for the homeowner. Um, And the last thing is you have to be able to relate what you see to the adjusters. That's the thing that people miss so often. And that's the thing that one of the ways that we're able to bring huge value is because often we see it not from an adjuster side of things and not from a roofing contractor side of things, but from both, right? We're working with the roofing contractor and we've worked as adjusters. So we're able to see how both of these people are thinking and put it together. And, you know, a desk adjuster isn't going to think the same way you think. So being able to take what you see and make it make sense to them is going to get you paid, 
right? If you just come in with no understanding of what of how they're thinking or what they're looking for, and you just say, "Well, I need this because this is," you, you're going to run out of luck quick. You know what I mean? So being able to relate that, having the experience, having the knowledge to be able to do that and make it make sense to the adjuster is huge. Yeah, I think that that's a great, uh, some great insight there. You know, make it relatable, right? Like, and I think that that applies to the homeowner too, right? Like, make absolutely. Them under- if you can make them understand, then anybody can understand it, right? So you got to make it relatable. You got to make it easy to understand for everybody. And if it's not clear, then obviously you're going to run into hurdles, right? Absolutely. Just like you've got to knock a door and or you know answer a phone call and make that sale, get that homeowner from I'm interested to I want to I want to do this. Same thing with insurance. You have to get the desk adjuster from we're not paying to, okay, here's your money, right? And that's not, that's, not a, that's not a one phone call sometimes. Sometimes that's multiple phone calls. We have claims all the time that we send in all the documentation that we think is going to be perfect. And they say, well, we need this, this, and this, or we're not going to pay. So we have to go back and get this, this, and this. And that's where documentation comes in. If we already have those pictures saved and ready to go, we already have those notes, get our email, send it back, and we're, we're rolling. We're on to the next thing. Nice. Yeah. I mean, I think that's some great insight. You know, I think that, you know, really, you know, I think so much of it is, is people thinking like, oh, there's, you know, you got to be an expert in here. You got yeah, there's big secrets to being successful on the insurance side of it. And really there isn't. Right. And I think, I don't, yeah, I don't think so. There, you know, there's not much difference between a cash job and an insurance job. It, there's a few more phone calls. There's a few more meetings. There's a lot more headache if you're the one who's sitting on the phone trying to get through to the adjuster. But besides that, it's it's all the same from A to B, especially with the homeowner. Yeah. You know, except rather than just like you would make sense, just like you would make it make sense to them what kind of materials you're going to use, what your process is for um, for removal and reinstallation. Same thing with insurance. If you can make that make sense, you can make the insurance side of things make sense. It just takes the knowledge and the experience to be able to do it. Yeah, I think that's great advice. And 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 you know, and I think the preparedness thing is such a huge factor, right? Like being prepared, take advantage of for sure you know, any platform you can, you know, uh, you know, you have your storm uh, tracking platforms, you've got your measurement platforms, you've got, um, you know, photo platforms, you know what I mean? Like you've got all these tools now in our industry that we didn't have before that really helped to streamline this process and allow you to easily get all that documentation together where before, you know, it was a much more manual process. Now it's not, you know. And there's so many good resources out there, especially for the insurance restoration side of things. People who just get on YouTube and make videos because they want to help people see the value in what in what they do. Um, the, the knowledge is out there. The information is out there. And it's it's not hard to find if you're looking in the right spots. Um, so there, if this is something you're going to get into, it's it's not it's it's not a hard thing to navigate. Obviously, it's overwhelming and it's scary at first, but you know, it's, it's not that big of a bridge to cross. Well, cool, man. I really appreciate it. I think some great, some great knowledge there from, from you guys, from you and your team, uh, for sure over there at quick claims. I really appreciate you, you jumping on with me today and, and running of through, course. you know, some of this stuff and just can maybe, you know, uh, opening a door maybe today for, for a contractor to go in there and give it a shot maybe, and not feel quite so overwhelmed and Absolutely. have his ducks in a row and give it a shot on the insurance side of the business. So, um, yeah, that's like the goal. I said, uh, thanks so much for jumping on and, uh, we will talk to you soon. Yeah. Thank you, Pete. Great talking to you. All right. Talk to you soon. Yeah. Yep. Have a good one.